Your Steve Jones Show podcast is loading now. The Steve Jones Show podcast is sponsored by Purdy Insurance. Visit Purdy Insurance on Market Street in Sunbury or visit online at purdyinsurance.com. Sports talk where your voice counts. This is the Steve Jones Show on News Radio 1070 WKOK. Now from the Sunbury Motor Studio, here's Steve Jones. Today's show brought to you by Purdy Insurance, Market Street in Sunbury. Go to purdyinsurance.com. Auto, home, life, business, RV, boat, motorcycle, whatever it may be. They'll find you the best price. They'll do everything they can to save you money. They'll come up with a plan for you. The great people and the great pros at Purdy Insurance, Market Street in Sunbury. Go to purdyinsurance.com. And I'm in the Sunbury Motors studio, Sunbury Motors, 4th Street in Sunbury. Sunbury Motors, Kia, Routes 11 and 15, Hummels Wharf, online at sunburymotors.com. We now open up with the Matt Catrillo rant of the day. <laughs> I don't think I can follow up uh, Micah Shrewsbury, who had every well, right I, to be fired up after that game. I didn't see everything, but it seemed like he definitely had the right to be fired up. More so with the officials being the lack of respect from the officials than anything than from his team, which are two separate issues. But I, I'm just baffled yeah. by the by the officials' issue that. Somebody didn't know his name. I'm sorry. That's just flat out disgraceful, and that ne- that should be addressed by the Big Ten. I'm sorry. It won't be. Uh, I'm not gonna. Uh, I'll stay away from the officials for now. It's you know, I can tell you flat out that no offense, but when Dick and I saw, we didn't see the list, but we did uh, see them walk on the floor. And Dick looked at me and no, no. <laughs> I was like, it's all right, Dick. I got it. Uh, <laughs> I, I know that feeling. Yeah, absolutely. It's, it's all right. You just go to, you know. You got to play more than 15 minutes in the game, though. You've got to play, you know. No you question. Know, I know every coach always talks about, we got to play 40 minutes. I got it. Every co- football coach, we got to play 60 minutes. I, believe me, I'd be saying the same thing. Realistically, if you can play 32 terrific minutes of basketball, and for the most part, if you can play 50 to 52 minutes of terrific football, you're going to win the game. Okay? Penn State, Rose Bowl played 52 minutes of terrific football. Really? Yeah, there's eight minutes, you know, plays here and there, where, you know. Okay? But, you know, that's, that's fine. That's That's... <laughs> That's you're talking about twelve percent of the game. By the way, Demar Hamlin has been discharged from the hospital in Cincinnati. He's going back to Buffalo. Um, that's what that was about. Uh, so great news there. Pretty remarkable. Uh, yes, keep going, keep going, buddy. Um, and in basketball, if you can play thirty, especially you're playing the a team that is one of the top five teams in the country. You got to play at least thirty-two really good minutes. You can't play fifteen. 
The last 10 minutes of the first half, Penn State was terrific. There's probably a five-minute stretch in the second half somewhere, but you know, but they're already down double digits where they played really well. So you can't play 15 really good at both ends. In a game like that, you got to play 32 out of the 40. And I know every coach wants 40. I'm coaching, I want 40. Every football coach wants 60. If I'm coaching, I want 60. You know, do what you can to the standard. Realistically, after watching all the games of my life, if you can play 32 really good minutes of basketball, I mean really good, and 52 really good minutes of football, you're going to win 9.5 out of 10 games. Yesterday, it kind of felt like they played really good basketball for 15. And that's just not going to win, regardless of what the officiating was in the game. I mean, they're they're leading at halftime, 37-31. So you now come out of the locker room, and even though Purdue has the ball, Purdue cannot get a possession to start the second half to take the lead because you're up six. And immediately they run off 12 unanswered points, and you're looking around going, great, here we go. And I know Zach Eady's a tough matchup. I mean, doesn't take a does not take an analytical genius to to, to see that. Uh, but you have to take care of the other people out there. If he gets his points, he gets his points. And this is where the inexperience of Kebajai kept coming into play. And he'll get better at this because I think he is a very thoughtful, talented young player. But. He's hit a stretch. He's hit the gauntlet here. He's got Hunter Dickinson. He's got Zach Eady right after that. Oh, and by the way, he's got Trace Jackson Davis coming up on Wednesday night. Well, that's going to be tough for any young player when they're especially trying to learn on the job like that. And every time Smith, it was particular Smith, would go to the bucket, what would he do? Well, he'd leave Edie and he'd go over to see if he could defend over there, which normally you're fine, except you can't do that with this guy. Um, you know, and that's just an experience. <laughs> and, um, you know. And that's just an experience. He'll learn not to do that. But it just takes time. You know, and you're in the heat of the moment. You know, you're, what's Kevin? He came to school, I think he was 17. He's 18 now. I mean, that's just the way it's going to be. And they've they've got Trace Jackson Davis. That's next. And, you know, they're going to come back home. The students will be here. And you're going to need 30 to 32 minutes of really good basketball to win the game. You can't do 15 or 16. And that's about what it came down to yesterday. And that's where, that's why he's mad about it. Now, the officiating part, hey, I get it. I watched the same game he did. Uh, I'll just, I'll let it speak for itself. I don't think anybody needs me to go down that path. Um, I've, I've, you know, I'll talk. I, I will talk in general terms about officiating because the Big Ten's got a big problem right now. 
the games. Now, you watched the last 10 minutes of the first half yesterday. Penn State and Purdue getting baskets, boom, boom, boom. I mean, the last 10 minutes was really fun basketball to watch. And not just because Penn State's winning, but because, you know, Purdue was making plays. Edie's such a such a terrific player at one end. You know, Jalen Pickett's terrific at the other on the other side. They're both going head to head. They're both scoring. They're both doing what you, you know the stars are doing. What they're supposed to do. What about the rest of the weekend of the conference? Wisconsin and Illinois was unwatchable. Michigan and Michigan State was unwatchable. It was twenty-seven eighteen in halftime. Who yes. the heck wants to watch that? I mean, I'm serious. I mean, they've got to understand in this conference. Oh, we want physical play. It's killing you in the NCAA tournament. You need flow. Okay, flow. Free flow. You need, you know, okay, this is where you take care of the stuff in the opening two to three weeks of the season. I don't mean the conference season, right? This is what we're going to call. We're going to, okay? Yeah, you reach out your hand and it's even near them. I'm thinking about it. Okay? No clutch and grab. No gla- grab the jersey. No bump, 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 bump all the time. Right? You know, come on. And that's the way this conference has become. I mean, those those games were unwatchable this weekend. Indiana Northwestern, obviously, I'm looking at that one right now, had flow to it. You know, Rutgers takes the game. I mean, mean, this is nothing against Steve Peichel and Rutgers. Nothing. Okay, zero. Because Steve Peichel, as a coach, needs to come up with a way for his team to win. Okay, so have I established that? Right, so that's, okay. But it is aesthetically awful basketball. I mean, you're telling me it's fun to watch Rutgers play basketball? Oh my good. You gotta be kidding me. I mean, and this is what um this is what um when I look at uh, sports today. And I'm seeing a multi-billion-dollar TV deal. And I'll now group it to this. All right? 94 of the top 100 shows of 2022 were sports. 82 were NFL games. So now let's bring it back to what I was talking about college basketball. And by the way, the NBA, including the finals, and Major League Baseball, neither one cracked the top 100. Not one single game in the NBA or Major League Baseball cracked the top 100 shows. Okay? The NFL had 82 of them. There were several college football games. The Kentucky Derby and the Beijing Olympics. Okay. Sports is now entertainment. The Big Ten just landed a multi billion dollar TV deal. 
you've got to then sit down in the conference office and say, you know what? We're going to make sure our product is entertaining here. And that means that the games have to be played and, to be honest with you, officiated in such a way which brings a better opportunity and not only fairness, but an entertaining product. That's just me. But I think when you're looking at all of the um, the TV ratings, and then you're watching Big Ten play basketball, and I know the the TV deals were based on football. I got that, but you've got to you've got to have you, you got to put on an entertaining product. I mean, the Big Ten. This was not the Big Ten's greatest weekend when it comes to putting an entertaining product on TV. I'm watching Illinois, Wisconsin. I'm like going, what? Before I went to drive to Philadelphia, I'm like going, oh my goodness, this game is. I text. I texted Dick. This is before I left. Where is it here? Uh, I said, uh, ding, 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 ding. Watching Illinois, Wisconsin. This conference is almost unwatchable. Dick texted back, brutal. <laughs> Then he texted me. He says, Michigan Michigan State, also unwatchable. <laughs> yeah, I, I was watching that too, and I literally shut it off. I was f- making the effort to flip back and forth between that and the NFL pregame, but after a while, I was like, the heck with it. I'm done. And this was a big weekend for the Big Ten. You had a lot of big matchups. Yeah, a lot of big matchups, and it just... That takes a got- lot to screw that up like that. I mean, it's one thing if guys are missing shots. I've got, you know, I mean, you're not going to hit every shot. I mean, but you've got to have. Let's give the NBA credit. You may not love people may, you know, based on the TV ratings, and not loving the NBA. They're not in the top 100, not even the finals. Okay, but at least you've got flow, shot making. Athleticism on display. The Big Ten is like, it's the way it's officiated. They're grinding it into the ground. Nobody paid a dime to watch you officiate. And it should have been clean. And I say this every year. I say it every year. Take the first three weeks of the season in November and set the tone for the rest of the season as to what is acceptable and what's not. And they never do it. I saw that Ed Hightower at the Michigan game. I should have talked to Ed about it. Seriously, I should have talked to Ed about it the other night. But he kind of came up at a time we were about ready to go on the air. And Ed and I have gotten along great forever. So, you know, and just like talk, hey, look, we we need more flow here, Ed. You know, I mean, you just can't take it into a half-court grind and, hey, good news, shot clock's at five. And the crowd's like going, yeah, great. The first 25 seconds, a lot of fun to watch. All right, we'll come back with more in a moment. Great to have you with us today. Brought to you by Purdy Insurance. You're on News Radio 1070 WKOK. It's 2023, and while a lot has changed, one thing you can count on is the service at Purdy Insurance. Hi, this is Season. At Purdy Insurance, we provide you the highest level of service and coverage to protect you, your family, and your business. 
Make it your New Year's resolution to call us for a quote today at 570-286-5855. Go to our website at purdyinsurance.com or stop at our office at 136 Market Street in Sunbury to see what Purdy Insurance can do for you. Pickett to his right, four seconds to go. Pickett stops, leans in, lays it up off the rim, and goes with a spectacular up and under to close the half with an exclamation point. Who's that idiot? Uh, all right. Um, I, you know, I'm just saying in general, they've got, I mean, not like there aren't some terrific officials. There are. I'm just saying they have to. And, and this has nothing to do with how Penn State, I already went through with Penn State. I already did that. Where I talked about, hey, you look, you got to play more than 15 quality minutes. You've got to play 30 to 32 minutes, maybe even 35 in it against a team like that. I already covered that. But I'm just talking about the aesthetics of the game after that. Um, the uh, Eagles are the number one seed. They needed it desperately because they are a hurting group right now. Uh, Jalen Hurts needs badly the extra week, and he's got it. I mean, Nick Sirianni was uh, talked about. <laughs> I guess he can't injure it anymore, but he's hurting. Uh, and you know, I thought he gave a rather straightforward, honest answer yesterday about what the deal is with his quarterback. Uh, so the good news is they've got the extra week because they need it badly. Uh, they need to get Lane Johnson back, too. Uh, from all indications, because I didn't see the game, from all indications, it was another game where they didn't play very well. Um, no. I also think everything was everything seemed just very vanilla. Like, I really didn't understand the game plan other than, yeah, you want to protect Jalen Hurts. But if they wanted to protect Jalen Hurts, you don't open up the game by throwing the ball on the first 11 snaps. Miles Sanders, again, didn't get the football until the second series. And then after that, it was a little bit more balanced. So I, I, I didn't really quite get that at all. But I think it had to do a lot of, yeah, they didn't play well either, but also I think it was they tried to play tentative and just try to go for the knockout punch early, and they kept not getting it. So then they started pressing. I think that was a good point by Charles Davis yesterday. So I think that's just kind of how it was. So it had a very much feel of a preseason game. Davis Webb almost beat you? Really? You know, the next guy might be Tom Brady. Taking your calls at 800-795-9565. This is the Steve Jones Show on News Radio 1070 WKOK. Now from the Sunbury Motor Studio, here's Steve Jones. Today's show brought to you by Purdy Insurance. Market Street in Sunbury, go to purdyinsurance.com. Auto, home, life, business, RV, boat, motorcycle, whatever it may be, could be bundles. They will make sure that to do everything they can to save you money and obviously make sure you're fully insured and update policies. I mean, they really are the pros, pros in insurance. And they're just terrific people to deal with. You're not a number to them. They care about you. It is all at... Purdy Insurance, Market Street in Sunbury. Go to purdyinsurance.com. And we're in the Sunbury Motors studio, Sunbury Motors, 4th Street in Sunbury, Sunbury Motors, Kia, Routes 11 and 15, Hummel's Warp online, sunburymotors.com. 
Uh, Adisa Isaac um, has um, announced that he's coming back to Penn State to play next season. Huge. Uh, so, you know, I'm just, yeah, look, I'm waiting for all these guys to say what they're going to do, okay? All right. It, I, because I'm not going to sit here and, th- and say, I know this, and that, 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 you know, I can do that, but that's not right, okay? There's still one more left out there. We'll let him announce what he wants to do and then go from there, okay? Um, But... You know, when I found out that, yeah, you know, it was thumbs up. Because I, I mean, as a person, I really like Adisa Isaac. As a football player, Brent Pry had a lot of plans for him two years ago. Uh, he told Jack and me, he says, look, this guy can be one of the cornerstones up front. He's ready to take off. And he had a terrific spring in 21. And then, of course, we all know about the Achilles injury in the offseason. It normally takes two years on an Achilles where you're really back to where you were before. I don't care whether it's basketball, football. I mean, it took Kobe Bryant a couple of years. It took Tim Frazier a couple of years. You know, I've seen this. Um, and the... Um, and the way he came on from midseason on, because I thought the month of November and I thought the Rose Bowl, he played really well, really well. And now he's getting to the point where when he plays in 2023, he'll be beyond the two years. And that all that explosiveness that he has off the edge, he'll be able to harness and then go from there. And you know, I give him all the credit in the world for how he played last season, because um, as the season went, he got better. And as I said, an Achilles—at least my experience in observing people who have had it—is um, that usually that second year back, boom. Away you go. And getting him back is, is really big up front to go with Chop Robinson. You know, Smith Vilbert played in the Rose Bowl. You know, see that. I mean, you've got you got some guys, you know, and now me and Vanover is somebody that and Jack and I pointed this out in the fourth quarter. He is not a star. But doggone, when he gets in the game, he makes plays. And then there have been a lot of reports, even though he I don't I don't know if Devon does his does Twitter anymore. I don't know if he does, but there have been a lot of reports that Devon Ellis is coming back. And he's another guy. I personally think so high so highly of. You know, people are, well, he had 15 tackles last year. Guys, all right, let's look at how modern college football works. Let's go back to what I said in the preseason. I look at 
as many as 22 to 27 guys on defense as starters. I mean, in other words, he may not start the game, but I always looked at Zaki Wheatley as a starter. He may not have started the game to begin the season, Johnny Dixon, but I always looked at him as a starter. I look at Jalen Reed as a starter. I look at, you know, I look at Kaziah Izzard as a starter. I look at Devon Ellis as a starter. I look at Zane Duran as a, as a starter. In other words, guys are going to get a lot of reps during the course of the game and the way they liberally substitute these guys in in the pattern that they do. I just look at those guys as starters. It's like I look, look at the second. I mean, you're, you're telling me that Katron Allen is not the starting running back, is not a starting running back? No, he and Nicholas Singleton are both starting running backs. You know, Brenton Strange, Tyler Warren, Theo Johnson, to me, those are three starting tight ends. Now, Brenton's going to the NFL draft, but I look at them as three starting tight ends. I looked at in the season when they still had Landon Tangwall and Olu Fashionu and Caden Wallace, I looked at Bryce Effner and Hunter Norzad as starters. Now, they ended up starting, but I looked at them as starters because they were going to rotate. Anybody who's rotating in and playing, I consider a starter. Ellie's to me is invaluable in the role that he plays up front. And he is a rock solid defensive tackle. Rock solid and gets and gets better. He said something to me in Carson after practice one day and he says, Oh man. Comes up to Jack and me and he says, Guys, he says, I'm looking over at PJ. He says, Do you realize the last ten years PJ and I have played together? He says, man, he says, this is going to be surreal, knowing it's the last time through playing next to each other. Because they went to McDonough together. But those are two big pluses on the defensive front. Devon Ellis, Adisa Isaac. And again, for Isaac, I expected, you know, he really, his explosiveness in the last six weeks of the season I was impressed by it because it, you know normally you know, coming back from an Achilles, some of it's there, and you just felt like every week more and more of it was there, and he'll be more than two years out by the time the twenty-three season starts, and that's what's exciting about that. Um, all right. A lot of the coaches, by the way, are at the coaches' convention, which is in Charlotte, not in Los Angeles. Although J1 Sider and Anthony Poindexter were at the uh, Palestra yesterday with their wives. So, they were at the game yesterday. Your team gets a week off. You will relax this weekend. You'll I will relax your, this weekend. You, you'll, you'll be taking incredible notes of the Cowboys-Buccaneers game. And doing what you usually do, emailing suggestions to Nick Sirianni. <laughs> I, I, it's like, has it ever bothered you that you'd never had any return? Um, it would have bothered me, like, say, several years ago before I started doing this for a living. Now I get it. Chip Kelly wouldn't return any year. Doug Peterson. Let, let's not go there with Chip Kelly. He speaks highly of you. <laughs> so, 
No, senor! No, senor! No, senor! Next time we have we have Alex on, ask him how many times I complimented Chip Kelly during our radio show. I would probably guess none. Correct. <laughs> Actually, if you want to talk about epic rants for me, the day they hired Chip Kelly probably is still at the top. You can confirm that with Alex. I'll have to bring him back on in a couple weeks. Okay. Okay. Very nice. Uh, by the way, Cam Rising made his decision. He's coming back to Utah for his senior season. Uh, uh, I, you know, look, I always liked watching Rising in games where Utah played. You know, now with a chance to see him in person, he didn't throw the ball well. I mean, let's 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 not pretend he threw the ball well. And I was on a, a Salt Lake City station last week. I said, guys, I said. He was so slippery. He made plays with his legs. I said, but let's not pretend he threw the ball well. <laughs> I mean, he was eight of twenty-one for ninety-five yards. The forty-seven-yard pass play was the like the play, and he underthrew it, and Marquise Wilson fell down, and the receiver it was Bailey had to come back and get the ball. But he is a tough as nails um, quarterback. And Brant Kithy, their uh, tight end, who was second-team All-Pac-12, had a season-ending injury in September. He's going to be coming back to Utah. Blake Corum is coming back to Michigan, but Luke Schumacher is going to the NFL draft. And... So that's the news we have there. TCU, Georgia tonight. We'll talk with Brad Nestler next half hour about that. Um, South Dakota State beat North Dakota State yesterday for the FCS title. Um, Tonight, I think the key player tonight in the game is going to be Quentin Johnson. The wide receiver for TCU. They need to get him free to make some plays. If they can't get him free to make some plays, because he is a legit big-time playmaker, if they can get him free to make some plays, TCU can stay in it. If they can't, TCU won't. I mean, this is a large spread in the game. You know, it's it, TCU is. You almost feel like they're taking on like it, like it's Butler against Duke in Indianapolis. You know, and Micah Shrewsbury is on the sideline for that. I mean, is Max Duggan Gordon Hayward? I mean, Georgia's defense is really, really good. It is not as good as last year. Just, you know, in fact, part of what made the Georgia defense really, really good is in Philadelphia right now. (laughs) I mean, the Eagles have a couple of those guys. (laughs) Between Dean and Davis. That's right. Yeah. So, um, but they're really, really good, but they are not on the same level. And you got to give the Houston Texans credit. All you got to do is lose the game. You have the first overall pick. Instead, they went. 
<laughs> Not only just have... win, go for two and win. <laughs> well, good for Lovey. Then they fired Lovey Smith. And then they fired the Lovey Smith, yeah. But but to be honest with you, there's no danger in, in what they're doing there. Zero there was zero risk. Or less the Bears trade the first pick. Okay? Because the Bears are not going to pick a quarterback. Right? Most likely not. But somebody will attempt maybe to trade up with the Bears for multiple picks. I think the Eagles ended up with, what, picks 10 and 32? I think that's what they ended up with. I believe that's how. Well, I know they have 10 for sure with the Saints. I'm not sure about 32. Well, they have the best record in the NFL. They're picking 32. Well, I guess as of right now, yeah. yeah. Hopefully it's number 32. Well, no, they'll lose in the first round, so it'll be like, what, 20? Well, it'll be 30. No, senor! No, senor! No, senor! <laughs> Mike and Nori's so mad at me right now. <laughs> just, just having a little fun, Mike. I brought this up in class today. One of the kids in my class, first class, right, huge Eagles fan. I mean, gigantic. It's got all the garb on and everything. And I said, I said, are you going to wear that stuff in two weeks? I said, when you know, when Tampa Bay comes in and wins, they're not going to lose to Tampa Bay. <laughs> I said, what about Dallas? They're not going to lose to Dallas. <laughs> <laughs> like, I looked at him. I said. It's okay. <laughs> I deal with a guy like that every day. <laughs> Get the lingerie on the deck. Call the janitor. He says, everybody makes fun of me all the time. I said, well, I said, yeah. Said, uh, it's been a little lean on the Lombardi trophy front. So, You know, it's you been been the- funny you bring up the top ten with the quarter- people trading up. There's a lot of teams in this top ten that's set right now that could be suitors. That'll be very interesting. I think there could be a lot of movement. But, you know, this is one of the issues you have with the 17-game season right here. Look who quarterback this weekend. Yeah. Joe Flacco, Skyler Thompson. Uh, was it, Who the hell quarterback for the Giants? What was his name? Uh, Davis Webb. Davis Webb? Yeah. I mean, well, that was because I mean, they, the Giants, for whatever reason, decided to sit out Tyrod Taylor, too. Well, I mean, I don't blame him for doing that. They already know he can play. So it's not a question of... Yeah, I guess that's you know, true. I mean, Tyrod Taylor knows how to play. And he's played in a playoff game before, too. He started for the Bills against Jacksonville. Right. Um, Ask Brian Dable about playoff experience. Did you hear what Brian said? He goes, he overrated. <laughs> good for I him. I missed that. <laughs> good for him. Yeah. No, good for him. Well, what I mean, heck? not only that, too. The guy won a couple national titles with Alabama. I think he I think he can handle himself. Well, he's fine. He's talking about the players. Oh. You know, like Daniel Jones never played in a playoff game. Once you get going, you get going. Yeah. I mean, that's – I mean uh, – once you get going, you get going. There, the difference is, is that there's more pressure on every play in a playoff game because this is it. Okay. Well, just like I mean, let's face it, the Giants probably felt with the Eagles coming up the next weekend. There was a lot of pressure on every play against the Colts. And the Colts aren't good, but the Giants did what they needed to do. They won. 
I mean, the Giants aren't going anywhere. Okay, I mean, you know, they've got a chance against Minnesota. They went head to head with Minnesota up in Minneapolis just about three weeks ago, and that was a. I mean, they lost on a sixty-one yard field goal. Um, so it's not like they don't think they can beat them. And I am on the bandwagon that that's a very good upset pick for well, this weekend. The, the the Fox number one team, Burkhart and Olson, they're doing the Vikings uh, Giants. Yeah. That's the one o'clock. That's the, I'm sorry. That's the four thirty game on it's Sunday. Fourth, yeah, four thirty game on yeah. Sunday. Yeah. And then when do the Cowboys and Buccaneers? Play? They are the Monday night wild card game. Oh, that's another good. That's another huge plus for you. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. If because that's who they one, play. Well, isn't that the only teams they can play? I, I thought so, too, but then I, I'm seeing something that the Eagles could still play the lowest seed. Oh, that's right. They could. That, that's right. Say, say for example, um, who's the seven? Seattle? If, C, if say, Seattle or the if Giants Seattle, win, they'd play them. If Seattle or the Giants play, they'd play them. That's right. Correct. They would get the lowest seed. But say everything were, were to play out. Then, yes. Then, Absolutely. Yeah, they would, you know, they would be one less day to prepare for them. Correct. Interesting. But of that group, I definitely think the Giants had the best chance for an upset. Yeah, I mean... Yeah. I don't see Seattle being San Francisco. I don't even, I'm not even sure if that game's that close, to be honest with you. With the Niners? Uh, they, uh, I could I see that being like a 10-point game, like somewhat of a tight game, but the 49ers pull away late. Like I see that yeah, like a 7-10-point like yeah. to game. I mean, because they'll they'll come into Philadelphia. I think Brock Purdy will throw for three hundred. You guys will just like on the vine. <laughs> Realistically, if they play San Francisco, they, they, it's going to be a big problem because uh, I'm going to have to see Lane Johnson play a game first before I'm believing what's going on. I I I'm I'm the same way, honestly. You know. Um, because if he's not available or not 100% against that defensive front in Nick yeah. Bosa, um, fortunately for Jalen Hurts, his legs are fine. He'll need them <laughs> in that game. Run, Jalen, run. No question. <laughs> All right. But the Eagles have receivers, man. They've got receivers. they got a lot of stuff. The Eagles are the best team. So there's no, you know, all kidding aside, they're the best team. The problem is with attrition rates in this league, who's left? I mean, that, that is always the biggest problem. Who's left standing? And the Eagles don't have a lot. The Eagles have lost some of that. They've regained a little bit of it. But, jeez, that's that's the problem with the 17-game season. I mean, with the 17-game season, you just can't. You can't get through unscathed. Going to be worse once they go to 18. Oh, there's no question it's going to be worse. No question. Um, I mean, whew, brutal. Okay, we'll take a break, come back, more in a moment. We continue our News Radio 1070 WKOK. Okay. 
There's something to be said about a sale with a handshake, a service technician who really knows what he's doing. They can explain it in English what the problem is. There's nothing better than having that friend you could trust in the area. That's Sunbury Motors, where you get selection, knowledgeable salespeople, and prices that fit your budget, and more important, that friend you can trust. Welcome to Sunbury Motors, Kia, Ford, and Hyundai. You could shop other dealers and compare prices, but at Sunbury Motors, you get their lowest price promise. They research the current used vehicle market and guarantee their used car prices are the lowest. If you find a lower price, Sunbury Motors will beat it. Three dealers all in one. See their full new and pre-owned inventory at sunburymotors.com. Pick out a vehicle you like and schedule your test drive online. Follow them on Facebook. Sunbury Motors Ford and Hyundai, North 4th Street, Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia, routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. Okay, great to have you with us. Brad Nessler, next half hour, talk college football. Reuben Frank, final half hour. We'll talk about uh, the next to last game of the season for the Eagles. Killing me. (laughs) Don't do this to me yet. Kazora said, go ahead, go for it. <laughs> of course Look, he would. How many times have I said they're the best team? You're right. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I'm, right, I mean, I'm right there with you now on, on the prognostication. How many times have I said over, over the last three months they're the best team? Yes. By the way, hats off to the performance of the weekend. You know that goes to? The Detroit Lions. Yes. They find out before the game they're out, and they played the way they did last night. Those are that's a bunch of professionals right there. 